Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Weekman. We are here with Travis Harrisman, and he is here with his trophy. And so the great thing is uh, you've been here before, yep. but you're back. And now tell us why you're back. Yep, yeah, tell us what you brought, too. I'm, I'm a repeat offender, which is a good a good thing in this sense. So, uh, yeah, here with the trophy, uh, I was fortunate enough to pull off the win at the last Toyota Series Plains event up at Lake of the Ozarks this fall. Um, that qualified me for the Table Rock Championship, uh, the Table Rock Toyota Series Championship. But, right. Uh, yeah, I went up to that tournament kind of back against the wall, knowing I needed to uh, have a really good finish or win one. Right. Because um, the automatic win and you're in format. So right. was very fortunate enough to pull off the win, even with just one fish on the last day. But I guess if you make yeah. all the right decisions the first two days, you can afford to make a few wrong decisions on the last day. You so, were you were uh, going. That's I what was. I got. You were catching them day one and two. People yes, were just uh, probably wondering if you were just going to really, really walk away with that. Yeah. So yeah. how many pounds did you win by? Uh, one know? pound, two ounces, wow. three ounces, something like that. Yeah. What is it like knowingly when you go into that third day that you just need to catch one fish, but you normally you're talking about like you were catching multiple fish yeah. every day of the tournament. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I was catching probably 12 to 15 keepers a day. The numbers was was not my biggest concern that last day, and there was a lot of local guys there that were breathing down my neck. I mean, I had like, I think almost a five pound lead going into day three, but still yet, I mean, there were some really big names right behind right. me, and I knew that I, I I thought you can't afford to stumble here, you know. And uh, thankfully, I made enough of the right decisions uh, going into the the first two days, so it afforded me a little bit of luxury that last day, but. Uh, about three o'clock when I checked in, I was about as low as you could possibly get. I thought right. I had squandered the ultimate opportunity. I thought, here it is right in front of me. It's mine for the taking. And I've let this one slip away. I've knocked on the door of multiple different uh, yeah. first place finishes on the MLF side. I've got, I've got so many, not so many, I've got a couple second and fourth place trophies. And I was like, man. Right. I'm ready for one of the big ones. You know, I, you know, you want it so hard and you put all the work in and that's the thing about fishing. The guy who works the hardest is not always the guy who wins. I mean, right. that's just the the nature of the beast. But, uh, yeah, it, one of those, you know, everybody always says when it's your time to win, it's your time to win. Going back to Clark's Hill when I finished second by right. like 10 ounces, uh, it was kind of weird when I weighed in. I, I kind of had like a calmness, like an easy – whatever over my over myself and it was like yeah i'm not supposed to, i i just you know down deep i kind of right. felt like i wasn't supposed to win that one you know dakota uh he had an incredible tournament caught an eight pounder that he broke off the cast before he uh the very last day i caught i'd made up the difference uh that he uh the lead that he had when with my big bag on the last day and uh on the live, I've watched it back. It's right. every time I watch it, I'm still cheering, hoping that fish comes off. But uh, you know, he you know made a, a crucial late cold that made all the difference and, and all that. So anyway, to go back to Lake of the Ozarks, you know, when it's your time, it is it is your time, and it's I I'm walking testimony that it's hard to mess it up when you're supposed to win because even if you only bring in one on the last day. If you've done all the right things leading up to it, it you know, 
it all works out how it's supposed to work out. So yeah. So uh, last year when you were fishing uh, major league fishing, you're fishing the uh, Toyota Invitationals. Were you fishing other stuff too? Or yeah, I fished what were the, you fishing? the Tackle Warehouse Invitationals and the uh-huh. Toyota Series. Okay. And then local tournaments here and there, whatever I could fit in. Uh, so that's um, like six and then four. So like 10 big, actually 10 of the big yeah. tournaments of those. Yes, yeah. yeah, I fished yeah, six of the Invitationals and then uh, three of the Toyota Series Plains events, and I fished one in the Southwest Division. Right. So that's that's a lot of traveling. It's a, it, a pretty good bit, but this, is, it, this year uh, I know we did a podcast before right the season and uh if you'd have told me then you know how my year would have went by i would have i would have there's no way you know they're the first year they're not your rookie year is not supposed to go as well as mine did this year so yeah clark's I mean, hill was pretty good for clark's you. Hill was thought pretty you were good. gonna win yeah. that one yeah but. that was a that was a fun one um but and learned learned a lot and made i sit here and tell you i made a lot of bad decisions this year but i made a few of the right ones too so right it's all it's all learning experience, you know. Uh, get through one year, hope to hope to work on the work on the bad, and keep clacking along with the good. So right, and so your background in history, did you have high school fishing? I fished uh, two years of high school fishing. Yes, yep. sir. And then yep. you went to college. Yes, sir. Yep. Fished the college. College at the University of Arkansas, and then. Give a shout out to those guys because yeah. I know they watch the show. They were on the show like yeah, I want to say like a month or something ago. I've seen them on here were. before. Yeah, yeah, they come chouncing into the oh, house. Yeah. It's kind of cold out on Beaver Lake this morning. <laughs> it's, it's like thirty some degrees. I did just see a boat go yeah, by. Yeah, but, there was. Uh, there's somebody out there fishing. They're still they're, biting out there. Oh, they're biting out yeah. there. It gets it gets good in those yeah, oh, yeah. Ozark reservoirs. Well, I used to really. Uh, so growing up, I used to really not like fall fishing right but anymore now i'm like hey i'm ready for deer season not to go deer hunting but to get people off the off (laughs) the lakes and you know it gets cooler and gets the pleasure boats off and you can kind of run around do your own thing and some of the best days i've had have been in the fall in the wintertime fishing you might see two other boats out there there was a a day last winter um i mean nasty it was snowing sleeting the decks covered in ice and we caught them all day long i mean i never saw another boat out there do you work off of what you're doing like let's just say if you're on beaver lake fishing mm-hmm. today or table rock do you are you working on skills for the next year for the next you know major league fishing event oh yeah yeah always trying to like you know implement whether it's a new technique or uh you know getting more in depth with or you know getting a better understanding with your electronics with right your mapping, all that kind of stuff. I mean, every day, you know, and that's one thing that, uh, you know, some people, oh, you're just going out there fishing. Well, it's not just going out there fishing for, you know, hardcore tournament anglers like myself. I mean, it's long hours on the day or long hours on the water. I mean, you're working from sun up to sundown trying to figure stuff out, whether that may be, you know. So we're going to be going to Rayburn uh, for the first stop of the invitationals next year, you know. Right. And maybe there's obviously a bunch of timber down there. So I may go out, you know, table rock and say, all right, before, you know, I try and stay away from the timber. We're going right in the timber. We're going to, you know, try and figure this out, figure out what baits. And it may be, you know, I might not catch fish on it, but it may be figuring out, okay, this technique, I'm more efficient with it because I can fish this through the trees better than I can this other technique. So 
Are you uh are you a forward facing thumbs up or thumbs down um, guy? Two thumbs up. All, okay, all two th- for it. Two thumbs yeah. up. So you that's wow, that's that's big right there. It's, so it's, do you think that made a difference? Do you think that's the reason why you have a trophy or or do you you think it's a it's a combination of learning to fish like your dad mm-hmm. teaching you to do certain things yeah. and where the fish are and then you apply the forward facing or do you think you're one of those guys that's just a tech they go these tech guys that just use it to catch fish well you know i i thought i was one of those just tech guys like all right we're gonna go here and just do forward facing sonar and then i got to looking back you know kind of reflecting on the year and i'm like well clark's hill I didn't have any graphs on. I had my trail motor jacked up mm-hmm. as far as I could, as shallow as I could get. Uh, Eufaula wasn't using it there. Potomac River wasn't really using it there, fishing in the grass. Right. Uh, and then at uh, up there at Lake of the Ozarks. I, I mean, yes, I was using it. It was not my, like, I wasn't just. You weren't visually I face on the screen. One. I mean, uh-huh. uh at, at times I was so each morning of the first two days I started off on a on a boat dock that had some brush underneath it and I could see fish the the first fish of the first turn the first fish of the first day of the tournament I see a brush pile there's a couple of fish around and there's a small school of shad that kind of swim by right I skip my jig over there and I'm like I, you know you see them go down and so that that part of it you know you're you're watching the the forward face and sonar and you're paying attention to it but I feel like I uh, I was fortunate enough to look learn from my dad and uh you know we got a heavy dose of the shallow right power fishing uh that kind of stuff and because i mean as the forward facing goes on there's you know less and less people that are fishing shallow so there's obviously going to be you know when one door closes another door opens so right. not to say that i mean there's obviously some guys that are all in on the forward facing sonar and they catch them like crazy no matter where we go, no matter what the conditions are. Right. And you got, you drive by them and you say, hey, man, I saw you out there on the lake today. And they'd be like, I never saw you. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Drove I right by. went right beside you. Yeah. But, and, I mean, it's it's they they make that work, and it's, it's incredible. Uh, the cool thing about the Invitationals is all the live coverage. So some of the tournaments, I'm like, man, there's no way these guys are going to catch them forward-facing sonar. And you watch the live coverage, and you're like, "How is this dude? Like, how did he figure this out?" Right. So it's pretty, it's pretty crazy. But uh, my actually, the cool fish story about like the Ozarks, my biggest one of the whole tournament, uh, five and a half pounder. I'd skipped under this boat dock, and you can see the fish pretty high up under the under the boat dock. You know, pretty close to one of the lifts, but you can see him. He just trailed my jig kind of down, and I told my cungler, I said, "Man, I didn't make a far enough cast in there. Let me make another one in there." I didn't get a you know, far enough skip back there. Well, uh-huh. the next cast, I was really sent it back there, and I said, "I I like that one," and let it go to the bottom. And there he was. And I set the hook. And I told my cungler, "I'm like, that's another big." One. I, I'd started the day with a five right. pounder. I think that was my third so, fish of the day, and it was a five and a half pounder. So yeah, yeah. but a, and that's what I mean. It's and that's all in this o- stuff October just, on Lake of the Ozarks yeah. too. Let's explain. That's yeah. not sometimes not a good time to be there for well, there had big been, bags. There had been a lot of pressure. There was a Bassmaster open there. There was, uh-huh. uh, I think, a, an MLF, the BFL uh, Super Tournament was there. I mean, mm-hmm. other team tournaments. Every it seems like all the big team tournaments down here have got a championship 
on Lake of the Ozarks yep. in the month September, October, November. Right. So dog days this summer. It was it was heavily pressured, and I was fortunate enough to just find an area that it seemed like you know Lake of the Ozarks is just full of bass. I mean, from dam to dam. It's got bass everywhere. Because no one fishes there during the summer. No <laughs> well, one's that crazy. They don't have tournaments yeah, there. They get a, they get a summer off from the bass fishermen. They get plenty of boat waves from the other people. But uh, yeah, they kind of get a little break of the fishing in the summertime. But but you're you're here. You're an Arkansas boy, yeah. aren't you? Supposed yes, to be. <laughs> Beaver doesn't have very many big tournaments. They used to have. Um, the FLW used to come to town in the yeah. old days, and uh, maybe maybe they'll come back again. I've heard some rumors that some of the different, you know, this is the site of the very first Bassmaster tournament. Yeah, exactly. What would I mean? That'd be a. It was called the All American back then. Yeah, yeah. So what, that'd be a great, you know, tournament for them to come back to. And like you were just mentioning, uh, FLW, which is now MLF, has a long history of of coming here to Beaver Lake. So it would be. Yeah. I mean, and it. The Beaver Lake we have now is not the Beaver Lake that they were used to. So yeah, the fishing is quite see. better right now. It's on a, oh, yeah. it's on really on the uprise. The yeah. bass fishing is really good. Just not a whole lot of tournaments. Not very many tournament circuits come. No, nope. it's not. We, we've it's still not got that all it's the... a destination. It's it's turned into a different atmosphere here. Yeah. So yeah, and that's but, one of the one of the cool things up there at at Lake the Ozark. So. Uh, the second day I was back in this pocket and I catch this fish and I'm calling him out and there's a guy up on the bank and he's like, Hey, are you in that, are you in that tournament? I'm like, yes, sir. Yeah, I'm fishing in it. He said, well, you must be having a good day if you're calling. I said, yeah, it's, it's going pretty good. I can't complain, you know? And, uh, he said, well, what place were you in? He's like, well, how are you doing? I said, well, this is day two. I said, I was leading after yesterday. He's like, well, I'm pulling for Andy Newcomb. I hope he beats you. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, really? Not only, I mean, that's that's on day two, and then on day three, uh, I'm back in another pocket, uh-huh. skip under this boat dock, and I catch the only fish I weighed in that last day, and uh, put it in the box. And there's a guy across the pocket. He yells down. He's, hey, are you in that tournament? <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Yeah, you know. And he's talking a little bit, and uh, he says, well, how? Wh- what place are you in? I said, oh, well, I'm leading. He said, oh, well, I hope Brad Jelinek beat you. <laughs> the and locals. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like, But they man. know who's fishing. Yeah, they know who's in first place. That's the really cool part about that, uh, like the Ozarks area, is that, and I, that's, I mean, I don't blame him at all. You you got to pull for the home guy. You know, I'm that's right. not the local up there. I'm the I'm the bad guy coming to town to, you know, make, uh, make people upset. But, yeah, it was really cool to see people that were just up on the bank interested keeping up with the tournament i mean that was that was the coolest like that was a really cool part of that to see that like there were people up there that it's not just you know a big party lake and all that like it's got a very strong fishing background there's a lot of there's a lot of people that you know launch a career through fishing like the ozarks and yeah it's cool to be a, a part of that you know and some of that is some communities are just are are set up and they want that they right. want the fishing tournaments to come in Gunnersville and and yep. Chick at, at uh, Dayton, Tennessee, and Pickwick mm-hmm. and Muscle Shoals and 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 areas like that. I mean, every year you guys go up to Lake Champlain. You'll be going yep. to Champlain going again, to Champlain right? Burlington yep. is that Burlington? I think so. Yep. So uh, and you're going to up to uh, smallmouth fishing, yep. right? Uh, Detroit, Detroit River? River, yes, sir. Yep. Yep. Elizabeth City. 
Think so? Is that where you're going out of? Oh my gosh, this is such yeah. good fishing up there. Yeah. I just have to sneak in like your rod box. <laughs> yeah. There's no room in your rod box. It's full of those rods it's, you get from yeah. over there in Harrison. Yeah. It's full of Arkansas. rods. There's, yeah. There's a few of them in there. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. There's no room. But I in could. There. I could probably take a few out, and we might slide you in there. There you uh, go. Something else happened. Yeah. Uh, besides, besides this. Yeah. Probably more important than this. I'm going to say. In most people's eyes, yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. You got yeah. married. I got married. Uh huh. Yeah. Give a shout me. out you'll to her. Yeah, Mackenzie, my beautiful bride. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's she's been there with me. Uh, we dated for four years, and then got married this year in uh, September. So in a, in a matter of a month, won my first big title you know and so there it was, was kind of funny one of my uh one of my roommates that was up there i don't know if he's trying to jinx me or just give me a <laughs> precautionary tale he said hey man i don't ever catch him with my wedding ring on he said ever since we got married yeah. first tournament i fished he said i put my wedding ring on i'm out there fishing having a terrible day he said i take it off and we start catching them he's like i don't want to i don't want to tell you what to do or whatever but yeah. just my you know word of the wise and i was like well i've been I had a pretty good practice. I'm just going to roll with it, you know? And right. literally, like I said, that first fish, I mean, I had a five pounder in the matter of minutes the first morning. And I thought to myself, well, this ain't, this ain't too bad after all, you know? So that's right. Yeah. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. And it was awesome that she was there. She got to, uh, be there for all the weigh ins and, and to uh -huh. see her. I'd kind of, I'd kind of mess with her a little bit, uh, when I checked in that first day and I had 20 pounds kind of had my head low and i was like i just got a little small limit you know nothing right. nothing too big and I told him like hey you know video while while i get these fish out you know uh -huh. we'll, we'll post it on social media and document it you know and uh you know i grabbed that first one i think that first day my smallest was like a, a 280 or something like that i mean a really quality fish and i was like yeah here's here's my big one you know cheese right. in and i had i think a, a five and a half a five a four and a half a three and a half and like a, a two eighty or something, whatever. And right. it was cool to see her. She, you know, eyes get big as every right. fish I pulled out, they kept bigger. getting bigger and kept getting bigger. And she's like, you lied to me. And I'm like, yeah, but it's pretty cool to see your reaction, you know? So yeah, that was, that was a big, uh, a big milestone in my, in my life. I mean, every, every year it seems like, you know, I, you get through the year and you look back and like, man, that was the best year that I've had my entire life fishing wise, you know, personal life all that right. stuff and then it's like how does it ever get better and i hope to just keep riding the keep riding the train that's right ride that way ride it, ride it going, as long man. as yeah as long as you can uh it, it was a incredible year this year i i mean made a lot of new friends met a lot of cool people that's you know one of the great things about traveling around um uh, gotta give a shout out to my my buddies uh scotty lyons and connor cunningham uh, we met Connor down at Clark's Hill, and he traveled right. with us the rest of the rest of the way. I yep. started out traveling with Scotty, and we uh, we roped Connor into it. And you know, it's it's cool traveling around with guys like that that are like minded, and and you know, yeah. they they push you to do better at all these all these right. events. It's kind of funny, Connor. Every time he said, "Man, just hope I make it to next year. I just hope I make it to next year." You know, and it kind of you know it gets contagious. You're like, man. I just want to now. I just want to get to next year. I just want to do it again, one more year. Do it again, one more year. Right. And so it's cool. Scotty's been doing it year oh, yeah. after year. Yeah, after Scotty. Year. He he, uh, so. he he brings the uh, 
he brings the the knowledge to it that Connor right. and I, you know, we're that was our first year uh, traveling like that. It was Scotty's first year traveling uh, to that level, but yeah, Scotty's right. been fishing all the. I mean, oh, he yeah. talks about fishing the Red Man's and all that kind of stuff. Dude, he's so, always down at Rayburn. Oh yeah, cashing yeah. a check at Rayburn. He was he was already putting in the work down there last week. I mean, Thanksgiving oh, yeah. Day, he's sending Connor and I. We got a group text, and he's like, "Look at here, boys! Look at this one." Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's. If I had to bet on someone, not myself, down at Rayburn, because uh, you always want to bet, you want always want to bet on yourself. Right. You know, push yourself. Scotty would be he'd be a hard one not to not he's, to pull for. He should be in the top ten. The first the first should place be. I ever met Scotty Valines was down at Sam Rayburn, and he finished I think third. Yeah. in a Toyota Series event. Yep. I think I met him down on uh, down on Sam Rayburn too, Pro- traveling <laughs> probably fishing, so he, fishing some co anglers. He says, "Man, yeah. I ain't going up there to those other lakes. I'll drive down here to catch down here ones. to Rayburn." Yeah, I think that they've probably got some highways named after him between <laughs> Ponca, Arkansas, <laughs> and <laughs> Sam Rayburn. So Ponca is a town. Yeah, in case you're wondering. Yep. But uh, that takes us to Tackle Time. Tackle Time sponsored by Pico Lures. Pico Lures has a complete line of hard and soft baits. They have a whole line of lures that will catch fish if you're out bass fishing, say. But uh, check them out. Uh, They got, like I said, hard and soft at PicoLures.com. Tell us a little bit about your fishing rods in Arkansas Mm -hmm. because the reason why is because it's in Arkansas. and, And we're here in northwest Arkansas. Yep, yep. Uh, so I was very fortunate enough to, uh, have a partnership with Virtus Rods, um, uh-huh. manufactured right there in Harrison, Virtus Rods and Jewel Bait Company. Um, the great company. I mean, the rods are super durable, super light. I never broke a rod all year long. I did smash the cork on one, but that was cause I was trying to dodge some lightning bolts, but I mean, <laughs> fantastic rods, uh, they're coming out with some new ones we're working on. It's great stuff. I mean, I have yet to fish with a lighter, more sensitive rod uh, than those. And I think that, you know, I credit it my year to having those rods. I mean, up there at Lake the Ozarks, uh, my favorite rod all week was the 7-foot the Titan, which is a, a heavy 7-foot rod. And if you're going to fish any dock lakes, that's the rod, that is absolutely the rod that I would have on deck because taking that, that half-ounce uh, – j-lock jig and just skipping that as far back under the docks as you can get it uh and then that rod you know being able to get in tight with the boat docks because up there i mean a lot of times there's a boat dock just about as far apart as you and i are sitting here i mean they're boat dock boat dock boat dock you know if you've got a a mile of shoreline you you might have you know a couple hundred yards that doesn't have a boat dock on it but um yeah those vertus rods they really helped me out this year uh and those jewel jigs that's what i Caught all my fish. Everything came on a jewel jig to win the uh That you won the tournament Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, starting in the mornings, I was throwing a, a three-quarter-ounce jig in the uh, the deeper docks and in the deeper brush piles. And then right. as the day went on, the, the bluegill and the shad and stuff would get shallow. And you just follow them back with a half-ounce J-lock and put that jig where the sun don't shine. And I was fortunate I only lost one fish, and that was – on the last day, it was a probably like two and a half, three pounder. Right. But outside of that, I fish clean. And I mean, when you're dock fishing, or your rod is absolutely imperative. I mean, if you have a rod that's it, too long, it's not stiff enough, doesn't have the power you need. I mean, those fish. I mean, and that's another thing up there at Lake the Ozarks. Those fish 
do not like being caught. I mean, right. they are some of the meanest ones around. And, I mean, you set the hook of that that uh, that Titan and put them in the boat. There you go. I was throwing 25-pound line, so it wasn't like, you know, you're not worried about your line breaking. A lot of times those fish, it seemed like up there they were more on a reaction bite. It was, it was more a lot of times you get your bite on the fall. So right. it was – Hit them with all you got, and see who's see who's Sweet. got who's a little bit bigger and badder that time, you know. But there you go. It was it was a fun time, and yeah, hopefully we continue this, and we get to do a couple more of these next year. There you go. Hopefully, so that's what we look forward to. Um, that ends the show. Like I always like to end the show. Make sure you keep your hook sharp, your lures in the water. <laughs> <laughs>